Hi, Jay. Hi, Dee. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Good How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. It's Sunday. We have to start working tomorrow. That makes me a little bit depressed. Definitely. <laughs> I Is it not the bank holiday weekend this week as well, or is it next week? Anyway. Uh, no, it's the it's end of August, Monday the 31st. Okay. Well, never mind. I have to work anyway. <laughs> Um, so let's tell everybody what they're listening to. They're listening to, okay, sorry, but the podcast. And this is our first recording and our first episode. So hello. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, so first off, I think we should just tell everybody who we are. Uh, you can go first. Okay. My name for the time being is Jay. Um, I'm from Argentina. Uh, I moved into the UK about seven years ago. And I have a three-year-old and a lovely husband living with me under the same roof. <laughs> Sounds good. And you're working. You're working from home. And you've been working from home for what, four months now? Is that how long we've been working from home? March, April, May, June, July, five months? Yeah. And yeah. apparently we are not going back to the office until further notice, which they expect to be January. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. Join the club. I think we're both in the same boat. Um, so, my name for the time being is D. I'm originally from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I moved to the UK in 2012 uh, for reasons that we will discuss on a future <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but I'm here. Um, I've got a blended family. I'm married and I have four children ranging in age from 16 to four. So oh that's me. Um, I've got a big family back home. Not a big family here, um, just like you. Lots of yeah. people back home. And here we pretty much only have the people we pay for. Yeah. <laughs> our, our nursery <laughs> and our teachers. No, uh, and childminders, don't get all the childminders. Childminders and babysitters. So that's, that's who we have here to help support us. <laughs> yeah, I have my in-laws, um, but... At, at this moment in time, they're shielding. So I don't have them and that's okay. We're getting through, aren't we? Yes, yes. Well, we'll get into it we in a minute. We will survive. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Like we always do because we're two women having to deal with it, living in across the world in a different country, yeah. a different continent from yeah. everyone else. And you know what? We're absolutely fine. Yes, we have done very, very good given the circumstance yes given the circumstances we are at the moment i think we have done very very good to ourselves like honestly sometimes like for example before starting the podcast i have to uh, confess that in order to plan something like this you need to stop for a second and think about everything you have achieved and how you're feeling so it's kind of very therapeutic and at the same time it makes you realize that i can't complain like, exactly that we can complain i mean We've been through hell, mm -hmm. through thick and thin, yeah. and we are still here. You know, First like, world problems, 
right? Yeah. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah. I know. I know. We have houses. <laughs> we have food. We're fine. Um, yeah. Okay. Before we go on, let's tell everybody where they can find us. So we've got some options. Uh, we do have a website. It is okaysorrybut.com. I did just create it today. So there's not a lot of content on it, but we will, it will evolve in time. You can find us on Twitter at oh, sorry, but because somebody so rudely took okay, sorry, but, but we will take the second sloppy seconds of oh, sorry, but on Instagram, you can find us on okay, sorry, but and on Facebook, our first name is okay. Our surname is sorry, but so and the reason we have this name is for multiple reasons. Number one, it's really hard to find a name for a podcast. They're all taken. Uh, it's hard to find it. It's hard to find a catchy one. And we both, both Jay and I, we have the same speech pattern somehow, which is weird because Jay is from Argentina, but we're kind of like Valley girls, like California girls at heart. And I find yeah. that we kind of, you know, like talk like this sometimes. So we thought, <laughs> okay, sorry, but was a great name for us and it fits us to exactly. a lot of the OC during my teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, for me, it was 90210 and Saved by the Bell and those oh, gosh. that were we just, you know, like, okay, Valley. Um, even though we're neither of us from California. So that's exactly. great. <laughs> Although I wish I was, but anyway, not right now. But nope. in the 80s and 90s, California seemed like the utopia for me. And I assume in Argentina, somewhere else in the US for you guys was just seen as the most amazing place to live. Yeah. And I'm assuming yeah, it was the land of the opportunities. That's how we call it. And of course, you always dream to live on the land of opportunities. So yeah, well, we really look, look up for that. And we look, look we lucked out by uh, coming to the UK at the moment. I mean, in six months, we might have a different outlook and we might be you know, I might be putting uh, Jay and her kid and her husband in a luggage and coming and going to Vancouver with them in there. Yeah. <laughs> Living all together. Because well, I think it's I a already... last vestige of, of moral liberalism that we could we could find. So uh, unless we went I to Norway. I you to marry me. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Marry me. Polygamy is illegal there. Other, I mean, every other kind of marriage is fully illegal. Good allies up in here, but uh, polygamy is not legal. So sorry, we'd have to go to one day, one day somewhere in the U.S., Utah. But um, we won't be going there, <laughs> will we? Let's not go there. So, so I have some news for you, and that is that recently. Um, a major incident's been declared in Greater Manchester due to our new coronavirus numbers. Now, the last time we had a great, uh, a major incident, we'll all know, was the Ariana Grande bombing at the Manchester oh. Arena, and that didn't last long, obviously, because they found out what had happened. But it was, it was a huge, a huge thing. And I think after that bombing was the last time we had that. So it's kind of surprising that we've got that now. And uh, without going into it too much, I'm under the impression that this lockdown, because it was told to us, I think, whenever the, so the day it came into play, it was told, it was released on Twitter the evening before that they planned mm -hmm. on putting us on a further lockdown. And then it uh, came into effect the, that midnight that night. So they didn't give us much time. And I have an underlying suspicion that it targets a specific audience, because as we all know, yeah. a group of people are having a huge celebration 
yesterday and today and I think yeah exactly and I just think that it was a bit of a targeted not attack but a, a bit of a target at that time just because uh, and w- without them coming out and saying so but um anyway but we're, maybe in, we're in a major incident go- but this is the way maybe the government has to test um what kind of an impact we will have if this is meant to happen during christmas you know what i mean that's I what exactly have this feeling that it's weird. It's very weird that they have done this because, yes, we all know how important it is in the UK. I work for retail and mm-hmm. for us it's major. And yeah. We're looking for that celebration mm-hmm. for our for peak in sales and stuff like that. So it was really weird. We did speak last week at work about this situation. And I, I asked the same, the same thing. Maybe they're testing how the population reacts for... Mm-hmm. Um, into to what if on winter christmas we need to go on lockdown again because the covid-19 situation is um is not being managed mm-hmm. manageable anymore so i don't know we'll see but i can but only yeah, imagine yeah i can only imagine if this had come out at easter or christmas what the back what the there would be major issues and I think a lot of people would say, absolutely not. This is, unfor- you know, uh, no way, no here, no how. And you might be right that they're see- they're testing the waters to see how a huge release of information the day before such a humongous celebration that's celebrated across the world would impact the people. And I mean, we, we have to be completely honest. I think that the people that are celebrating Eid aren't as vocal as mm some other groups of people within the UK. And I, I think that they've just taken it and they've said, okay, it's Eid. And whether we have a small party in the back garden or we don't, which is apparently now disallowed. So what we have to do here in, the, in Manchester at the moment is you can't have anyone, even in your back garden, um, that isn't in your immediate family or part of your support network. What so, about the pub? But no, you're absolutely okay to go to the pubs. And what? S- uh, as long as they you sit... Drink. Well, as long as you sit with uh, people from the same household or people within your support group, and otherwise you maintain a a two meter distance. So, I mean, let's not go into the intricacies of that because I think it's blatantly obvious who they're aiming their communications to, both going into lockdown and that you can go to the pub. I, I think that there's yeah. a lot of deep rooted issues here as a result. Double standards. Well, exactly. Thank <laughs> you. Perfect. Standards. But, but um, anyway, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'm in lockdown. Again, uh, we are wearing our, we, uh, UK wide, we have to wear our masks going into public places, going onto public transport. I'm fine with that. I don't see a lot of people following those rules, but uh, exactly. I'm doing it. My kids are doing it. My husband's doing it. And that's fine for me. Like, you know, you can only yeah. do what you can do. And yeah. um, I'm a, I, fully assume that you were doing the same thing uh, but you're not oh, really yeah. leaving the house are you no we are not leaving the house uh, we only go to a shop and that's it yeah. we haven't been out and about we don't go to the pub um, because yeah. yes because we don't have any immediate family here it's hard to leave exactly the kid with someone yeah. so we bring her everywhere and I don't think that the pub is a place where I can take my no. kid inappropriate <laughs> A lot of people think it's fine. Uh, I'm with you on that. 
I guess from our backgrounds and where we come from, yeah. you don't bring your children to the pub. They're not allowed. So no. Yeah. No. Having so them if here. you're in Argentina and you have kids, don't go to the pub because <laughs> they'll ask you to leave the kid outside. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In Canada, I think, yeah, you can go to a restaurant that serves drinks, but if you go yeah. to a bar, they're going to, no. you know, kids are not allowed whatsoever. It doesn't matter what time yeah. of day it is. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah. So maybe that's why we feel a bit different about it. So, how have you been coping with the lockdown? I haven't been, to be honest, really well. But as you know, I have been. I have someone I talk to bi-weekly, every two weeks. I've now changed that to weekly. Um, and other than therapy appointments, I find myself reading, listening to multiple podcasts. And it's, it's more about trying to give myself a break from the kids more about and giving myself some me time whether that even be taking a shower um as opposed to relaxing because you know how it is you cannot sit and relax for a moment because during this the kids just seem to be hungry Crazy. and they can't fill their bellies and what screaming i don't like, know honestly, i am so now i have managed to confuse serafina and tell her that raisins are chocolate so <laughs> She has stopped asking for chocolate because every time she asks for chocolate, now she gets raisins. But she loves them and it's fine. But oh my God, like, what's going on with them? And, and they like something one day and they don't like something the next day. That's what I find. You can't freeze the food and no. they can't eat it the next day because they already had it the day exactly. before. And they're so picky. And I don't like grapes anymore. I don't like strawberries anymore. It's like, well, you did yesterday oh, and you're finishing them because I bought a huge box of them for you guys. Yeah. I mean, all I have in the house are pepperoni, which is pepperoni stick, baby bell cheese, and, you know, like, uh, crackers and dip so that if they are hungry I can say go grab something because I can't deal with them and a lot a lot of crisps or chips whatever we call them um, mm. because but I think at this point in time we can't be too focused on what, what we're feeding them um, no. as long as they're eating some veg a day that's all that, I can only cope with that that's as much as I can do and that's as much as we're gonna yeah have. yeah yeah that's fine I'm, I'm well gonna... down has been mm-hmm. No, it's been difficult for everyone. And I think that um, it's been like a learning curve, actually, because at the beginning I was, I remember last December joking about coronavirus in China and making fun, which now I regret. Yeah, well, did we all did it with SARS, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would never expected for this to become a global pandemic, honestly, I no. think. We thought it was controlled, but it wasn't. And by the time that everybody learned about coronavirus, it was everywhere and it was just spreading. Uh, I know. And killing. A very, very that, fast pace. Yeah, I think it was just scary at the beginning because we have the NHS here, thank God, um, that they yeah. were just overloaded. They're not used to that. No, um, they never ended up using the big hospital they opened no, here in the London, three. which is the great, the Excel one, yeah. Yeah, they opened one in Manchester and one in Birmingham as well. And I don't think they use them. No. But they've but taken I, them down already, which is kind of odd because you, you think... No, they haven't. So the government says that they will going to extend the good, good. rent, I think, until October. They need to taste the, taste the waters, honestly, yeah. because now it's summer here and it's, pretty, pretty, it's been pretty much warm yeah. for the UK. Uh, so we'll see how this evolves during winter when it gets really, really cold mm -hmm. and 
everybody gets the flu during winter. Yeah. And well, get, apparently we're going to get the COVID-19 this year. <laughs> get your flu shots, people. Especially yeah. here in the UK, they're not that expensive. No, it's only eight pounds, I think, or 15. I can't remember. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, obviously, if people can afford that, then they um, can go to the doctor and I think they can get an exemption. So I think we're fine with that. And I think that's something that we need to think of going forward. And I'm not even going to go into anti-vaxxers or anti-flus. I think maybe that's, it, it upsets no, that's me. Not even it a makes podcast. me angry. And so, yeah, I, I just think doing a podcast even on that, it would just be very negative and no one would want to listen. No, so let's not go no. there. We'll do that in our own no. time. Let's keep that one. Let's Have you been one. watching anything online? Yes. So, um, as I said, I I never stopped working. I was lucky um, during furlough for many people. Um, but it's been very, very exhausting. So I have managed to get, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes at night. And the shows I've been watching that I'm, I really love them. The first one I have to recommend is Motherland. Okay. Oh my God. Never heard of it's it. Hilarious. It's hilarious. It's about, um, it's about a woman, a mother um, from mid-class. And she is very stressed because her mother has stopped looking after her kids and she doesn't know where to leave them because she's a full-time um, worker. And then she, she kind of, tries to juggle everything and meet people from the neighborhood which oh. supports her but it's, it's hilarious I think I found it hilarious I felt very very um identify with her because that's what happened to me yeah exactly. if my Jenny if my childminder um says oh I'm ill yeah I become this Julie character I start going crazy everywhere phoning everyone who can look up oh it's the worst it's the worst i know yeah it's the worst so that was the best one i watched and then the sinner which i think that everyone okay has seen it. okay really cool very dark quite dark very, are these very on dark. netflix then uh motherland yes and it's also in the bbc oh, okay. uh, the sinner is definitely on netflix and then shit's creek oh my god i've done i, I finished it I... did you finish it <laughs> No, no, no! I'm on the last uh, season, so oh, the last episode. Oh God, that show, Shit's Creek. I don't think I've any, seen anything that I've liked more than Shit's Creek in my life. It's because it feels real. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you can relate with the characters. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you have the successful mother who never gave a shit, and now okay. she's bounded to the grown-up kid. <laughs> I'm obsessed she loves them, but on her own with Moira, Moira Rose. If I could be anybody in my life, I'd want to be Moira Rose. I think she's the we best all. person, character. Catherine O'Hara is brilliant. I, I, I'm obsessed. Like, there's nothing else her. you could say. She's the best. And they, they, I think no. they're up for like 11 Emmys or something, some crazy number of Emmys, but they deserve it. I mean, yeah. Totally, 100%. And then the last one I saw was Grace and Frankie, which I finished oh, the last okay. uh, season. That's a bit um, old, isn't it? Yeah, but it's for an old uh, audience, I think. But, I mean, it's real struggles that eventually I will face. I will yeah. have to face. Yeah. So, I mean, it was fun. It was fun. Um, 
fun, fun, fun. Are you watching anything Lovely. on Disney Plus? So I went from Moana to Frozen to Frozen to Frozen again, Moana again, and then Ladybug and Cat Noir. Oh my God! Thank you guys for existing and calming us down. Uh, yeah. So that's yeah. pretty much. Oh, and the Lion King. We have seen the real Lion King. Have you King. seen the new? Black is King. It came out today by Beyonce. So it's an album. It's a visual album. So it's not oh. something that um, Finny will watch. But so I've always had an issue with Beyonce and I, I don't know why. And it could be systemic racism, but I don't know. But I love Destiny's Child. And then she came out on her own. I think I don't know what my issue is with her. And I don't care because I'm obsessed with Beyonce. I think she's brilliant. I think she's wonderful in every way. And I absolutely love her. And I, I'm so ashamed of how I used to hate her for absolutely no reason. So I'm sorry, Beyonce, but you are literally Queen Bee to me. I always loved her. And oh. every time I listened to one of her songs, her lyrics really empowered me. Like, yeah. I felt like I have the power. Like, dude, you know, like, and how to say the things, like, put a ring on me. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. People say, "Oh, that's stupid and silly." Well, no, she knew what she wanted and she uh, she went for it. So exactly, and the voice, it. her voice, her body, her face, her moves. I, I'm so. I think I was just jealous because she she's. Wins. She I know. Carried... I know. I know. I know. She's just she perfect. Bored. I love her. Yeah. Um, yeah. and my friend Megan in, in Vancouver. I'm going to send her a link to this, and when she hears this, she's going to be like, "What?" Because she's been. She knows. She'll be like, "You hate her," and I'll be like, "You know what?" I did, and I'm sorry. Um, I wish I could just pretend I never did, but I love her. So I, I'm going to try to get a chance to watch that. Um, but did you know that, so that I really love, like, epic historical films, right? And so they've recently put Gladiator and The Last Samurai on Netflix. So literally when I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think on Saturday, the, yesterday they put uh, The Last Samurai on. I watched it last night. And then the day I found out they put Gladiator on, I watched it. I will watch both of those films a hundred million times. You know, I, I just, that, that's my jam. I love them both. Yeah, I used to watch a lot of Troja because I Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, okay. And he's so yummy in that, Is in that film. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought Tom Cruise was. No, I, when I watched Last Summer, I'm like, oh, Tom Cruise is kind of cute. And I was like, what, what, what am I saying? I can't do this. He's not. He's, he's just. I, I can't deal with the Scientology. I cannot deal with it. And it's like, even when I'm watching The Handmaid's Tale, um, I can't deal with her. And I, I don't even know her name. I know her name in real life, but I can't think of it because I wasn't prepped. But the, the Offred. Um, and she was in Mad Men, and she was phenomenal. I just, there's always this thing in my head. Wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Is she in this anthology? Yeah, she, she's a Scientologist. Oh. She has been for life, but at the same time, she, her parents were, and they're, like, you can't leave. Have you ever seen the Leah Remini show about Scientology, about her leaving and talking about it? She no. has, like, a, a TV no. show. Um, it's not on here. You have to find it on YouTube, but she talks all about it and, and you know, some of the things they have to go through and all the weird stuff and the David Miscavige, Miscavige his wife is missing and she, you know there's they're looking for it's just so stupid so and let's be let's be upfront like we are atheists we are not religious yeah. in any way uh, me personally I'm, I'm pretty much anti-religion because I was brainwashed into Catholicism my whole life and it just really turned me against it so I'm anti-religion but I'm not I would never oppress a religion I am religious people's ally to a point 
and but I don't believe, and that's it. I don't believe. Yeah, but my kid, but my kid has been accepted in the school of the England of Church of the, the Church, Church of, of England. Take it. Take the spot. <laughs> that's the only school you can get in. She's now Anglican. <laughs> Boom. But you know what? Whatever. Are you gonna get her christened? <laughs> You don't She's have to. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. Well, we were charged. So my grandmother was really hoping <laughs> that my kid was baptized during her first year old birthday celebration, and because yeah. there is a priest in my family, oh they god, <laughs> whatever. So they made it happen. Whatever. But you know what? The mass, the mass. I had to follow them because they were gonna kill me otherwise. Yeah, I know, I know. Just do it. It doesn't mean anything to you. It may mean yeah. something to her if she wants it to, but it's a piece of paper. It's, up to her. it's yeah. literally, and it's not even like a government piece of paper. It's from a church, so. Uh, yeah. Who cares? Yeah, every day they lose power, so whatever. Anyway, exactly. it's the outstanding school in the area, and she got a place there in nursery. There you go. So, Perfect. Thank Perfect. you, God. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to throw in as well that I did just finish um, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 5 and Shea Coulee won. And I've been waiting for Shea Coulee to win since season, I'm hoping I got it right, eight or nine. So Shea Coulee, I love her. And of course, I am watching on BBC3 Canada's Drag Race because it is awesome. So th those are things oh. I'm watching to get through. Those are like my... Now that All Stars is done because Shay's won, I'm watching Canada's Drag Race like once every week whenever it comes out. And so that's like my one hour on a Saturday morning. I won't let the kids come around me. I'm like, I'm watching my show. And sometimes the girls will and they'll be like, oh, you know, Alma, she's four. She'll say, is that a boy or is that a girl? And she loves them all. She's like, oh, she's so pretty. And she's so cute. So yeah, that's my time. But I am reading The Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, by Alexandra Dumas. Okay, so I went on this, like, I love Reddit, and I went on this, uh, I saw a post, and it was like, what are the best books you've ever read in your life? And sometimes I'll, you know, if I've read them, obviously I'm not going to read them again. I've already got them in my bookcase, oh. but um, someone kept, everyone kept saying The Count of Monte Cristo, so I'm like, fuck, I'll get it, whatever. Um, and it's like 900 pages, and the font oh. is like six, um, and I was like, oh, God. And you know when people, like, write in the 1700s, the way that they say their sentences, like, when they're quoting someone, nobody could have talked like that. They'd be like, I recently prefer, blah, 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 blah. Like, uh, they say something that they could have said, like, I've just ate dinner. But what <laughs> they'll say it in, like, five sentences. So it's like that. But, ooh, that book is juicy. It's so good. Well, they done. did, uh, in Argentina, we had a soap opera coming out <gasps> from that book. Yeah. When? Yeah. In Argentina, in well, a long time ago. Because, Did you watch well, it? Still living there. Yes. Okay. Con was it a telenovela? Like yes, Mexican a style. <gasps> yeah. Well, <sighs> no, it wasn't like that. Um, it was a little bit more, um, a little bit more serious rather than. Oh, see, I love that. Because I, I find telenovelas hilarious. Pasión de gavilanes. It was. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Um, but I love telenovelas because they're just, they're so extra, aren't they? Um, I don't think English people, yeah. They, they I don't think people here have, the uh, yeah. Like. Yeah, I don't think people here have even would know what a telenovela is. But if you can look online, so they're on Funny or Die, the YouTube channel. They've made these videos. So they have one called like Zach Morris is Trash. And they 
they find every way that Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell was a total dick. And they like play it out like, look what he did here. Look what he did here. And that's funny. But they also have one about telenovelas. And I think they've made like seven. And it's like a run through of the entire season of the telenovela. Hilarious. You're just like, what? Somebody watched this? But I might try to find that one, The Count of Monte Cristo. Is it from like the 90s? Um, yeah, or beginning of 2000, maybe. I might I'm going to try to find the link and send it over to you. Okay. Oh, it's okay. Because that okay. book is like I mean, made, uh, no, that book is made for, uh, for a telenovela. It's so juicy. Okay, so yes, I was I was thinking that maybe the soap opera had nothing to do with the with the book, but I don't know. I mean, I haven't read the book, so then you tell me what's about. You should, but I'm going to tell you one thing, and this is no offense to you. Read it in Spanish, because the English oh, yes. I barely understand the words in it sometimes. So, and no offense, because I'll tell you why. When Lena moved to England, she I said to her, "You got to watch this new show. It's called Game of Thrones." You know, and she was like, "Okay." And then she said to me after, "I can't. I don't understand what they're saying. I don't know what they're saying, and I cannot watch the show." I know you've watched it since, <laughs> but so this is what I'm saying. I'm not being rude to her because English is her second language. I'm telling her, do not read it in English because you will not understand it. Because Game of Thrones was hard enough for her. Oh my god, but then by the time I was pregnant and then I was able to watch it and I understood. So mm -hmm. so you're on it now. Something but still <laughs> this book no, is I know, ridiculous. I know, I know. Um I just wanted to, I just wanted to say on an offhand before I forget that I have asked my 16-year-old Dante to record us a little song intro on the piano. Oh yeah. So he's going to work on that. He's going to make us a little jingle. So that we can uh, we can have that at the beginning because we need something like that, don't we? Yeah, and also follow the break. Doo -doo -doo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but talking about Disney Plus, I've been watching all the old Disney films that I'd never seen. So I was you're a bit you're younger than me, but for my time it was like Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, uh, Little have Mermaid, to... and Lion King. I have to say something about that before you continue. I did this when. I got pregnant mm -hmm. and I was um, working from home because mm -hmm. I had issues, whatever. Mm -hmm. And Daniela, my God, it brainwashes you. Like how they teach you that you need to be rescued by a prince or anyone. Okay, go ahead. Because but, that was my yeah. impression of watching those movies. Oh, totally. Oh, totally. Until you watch The Princess and the Frog which is yeah. the, the best music, I think. The singer, her name is Anika Noni Rose, uh, who's Tiana's voice, is the most gorgeous person in real life. Like, obviously, I don't know her, but she's been reading books to kids every night on Instagram through the lockdown. She sing, when she's singing live, she's amazing. Um, but anyway, I think Tiana is my favorite princess um, because of her I love that film. Obviously, I love people of color in a film, especially Disney, which is weird. But you know what annoys me is that that's not one of the big ones. She's so overlooked. And I don't know why it is, but I find like Pocahontas, um, her, I think Merida a bit, the one from Scotland, from Brave. I just find that the yeah. ones that look different are totally overlooked, except for Moana. But that, that, that <laughs> Moana's in an, a league of its own. You know it's so amazing. I don't even know what to say about it. 
but at the same time, I, I don't know if it's, it has something to do with the kids, because for example, I've watched my daughter and all she wants to watch is Tangle and Frozen and the other Frozen and everything where you have a blonde character sort of thing. But because I mean, the moment yeah. she sees something different, she goes like, no mama, no yeah. mama. And I'm like, where are you getting that? You know, like I'm not blonde. Do you think she know, do you think that, I mean, kids at that age don't realize because Alma will look at a picture of like a black doll and say, look, that's me, you know? And I mean, Alma is the whitest child you've ever seen in your life with like the, the blonde, blondest hair. I'm not, she is, let's not go there. Um, but <laughs> Finney, Jay's daughter is not as white. I mean, she's got a lovely olive skin and skin, dark black yeah. hair. Um, so maybe she just doesn't real, maybe she thinks that's just what people look like, everyone. I don't know because um, if she ha she has different dolls, I bought her yeah. different dolls with different hair color and mm -hmm. skin tones, and she calls the pretty ones. She says, "Oh, mama, these are the pretty, the blonde ones." Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, it happened. It's not your fault. That's just what what <laughs> life is about. But then she's got Marionette. If nobody knows who that is, that's <laughs> the Ladybird show, Ladybug <laughs> and Cat Noir. Who's Burnett? At least. Yeah. You know, you try to find brunette. We're both brunettes. We need to find brunette role models for our kids to look up to. Um, but you cannot find a Pocahontas doll here. So the last time I went to California, I made sure to buy one, bring back for Selena, because I'm not having her only have blonde Barbies. I'm not, I, I hate it. So yeah, I try to yeah, find her like the different Barbie. So she's got the Merida from Brave. She's got the Pocahontas. But if you tried to find a Tiana doll, good luck. But that's, that. it's um. I think there's something that I've, I've noticed on the shelves at the supermarket. It's like I go to my local Asta, which is not very big. Which it's, is Walmart. It's okay. Yeah, which is our yeah. version of Walmart. Yeah. yeah. And if, I always bring her a little toy or something. I don't give it to her all the time, but I just like to have some things to reward yeah, you her. spoil your child, she... don't you? Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, bring it on. That's why she's going to be an only child. I'm kidding. She, she can go bananas. <laughs> I'm not having any more kids. <laughs> We're going to talk about childbirth. Yeah, another time. Another, another time. Um, another place. Yeah. So, yeah, I do spoil my daughter and I like saying it. And I was I'm kidding. Gonna take, gonna no, it's not fine because some people, you know what? Some people uh, doesn't like to to say that they do it, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm being completely honest. You don't, um, though. You don't. Buying her something at the shop is not that spoiling her. That kid, she... No. Yeah, anyway, no. mm -hmm. the shelves. I've never seen a dark Barbie on the shelves. No, you have to buy them online. Exactly. Pretty gross. Why? I know. I hate it. How come then Barbie You know what the issue is? so proud. No, I think with it, the spices and the colors and everything, but... Now you're from South America. Let me let me get the like let's get this out of the way. There are a lot of white people, Caucasians in South America. Let's not, yeah. you know, pretend. Yeah. But I'm sure there are some, I don't know what the term is, is it mestizo? That's like half Indian, half yeah, Caucasian. Yeah. 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 Or some, you know Aborigines. Aboriginal First Nations. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and so we were always raised with that. And I know there are a lot of like Asians as in from China in Argentina. And there are a lot of, you know, so it's very multicultural. And Vancouver is the most multicultural place you go. You come here and I just think there's, the majority are white, Caucas European Caucasians. 
and oh. Asians from uh, Asian countries, let's say India, Pakistani, uh, and the surrounding countries. And so, and there are a lot of African Brits here. I don't really know what they call them here. I'm just going to go with people of color. Um, and yeah. obviously, there's racism here. Let's not be honest. There's race. Let's be honest. There's racism everywhere. But I think in London, especially is like multicultural melting pot of everybody from the world. So I don't know why they would be so, why they wouldn't narrow minded. Yeah. Why they wouldn't be putting different dolls people. And I don't know. See, I, I've read somewhere, I should probably get the source that like even young little black girls will want to buy a blonde, pretty Barbie because that's just what we're taught. That's a pretty girl. She's blonde, she's white and she's pretty. And that's, you know, that that's just what we think, but it would be really nice if I'm trying to raise the girls to find different colored skin dolls, but there's not me too. an option. That's why I have to go on Amazon. And I know everyone hates Amazon. And let me tell you one thing. If anyone has an issue with anyone going on Amazon, you try living in lockdown with four fucking kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. And not wanting to go out to the shop because you're a smoker and your lungs probably look like the chocolate that you call raisins <laughs> and you don't want to get COVID and leave your four kids, you know, exactly. like, okay. So I use Amazon, get over it. Um, do. <laughs> I even use Amazon to send my family gifts in Canada. Okay. I have Amazon prime in the U prime in the UK and Amazon prime in the U in Canada. Cause Oh my God, there's, I've got four brothers and sisters and I've got one, two, three, four, five, six nieces and nephews. So, so sometimes it'll be like, oh, happy birthday to my nephew. And I'm like, oh, God, I didn't get him a gift. Amazon Prime in Canada. Well, it's there in the next day. Do you want to hear what, what's going on in Argentina with the platform that it's very similar to Amazon? So we don't have Amazon in Argentina. We have oh, Mercado God. Libre, which the translation is free market. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, the government in Argentina at the moment, it's a populism government. Mm -hmm. So just so you have an That's idea. That's another podcast. Like another time. <laughs> <laughs> we need five I podcasts know. for that one. <laughs> Gosh. But yeah. So basically what the government has done, they, they, there are lots of um, uh, unions. Yeah. And the unions basically controls the government because why? They do. We, don't, we don't have trains. We don't have trains. We don't have um, good airports that communicates the entire country or anything like that. So everything goes through the trucks. Mm -hmm. And the union from the truck drivers, mm -hmm. it's, it's the mafia. I know, yeah. It's no, the I know. Italian, Russian, <laughs> and all the world mafias together um, living there. So uh, they blocked them. They blocked wow. Mercado Libre oh, wow. during the lockdown because it was their rules or nothing. So Where's the head Mercado office of Mercado Libre? Is it Argentinian in only? Aires. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. No, it's Argentina, Brazil, Colombia. Um, oh, wow. Okay. The Mercosur. Mm -hmm. All the the south of America, south the of south America, of South America, yeah. <laughs> south of yeah. South um, of the original Aztec lands. But this thing is only happening in Buenos Aires. Weird. So it's so fine in Panama. Everything to Brazil. Yeah, it's <gasps> it's fine in um, Panama. It's fine in Colombia. It's fine in Brazil. It's fine in um, mm. Peru. I think it's fine in Peru. Um, oh Peru! Don't tell me about Peru. Remind me about Peru in ten, in twenty minutes, ten minutes, so I can tell you about my love for that country. Anyway, oh, go on, I, go on. 
All I can remember about you and Peru was when the lockdown started, you said, Jay, it's time for They didn't hear, they didn't hear that, don't worry. Don't know what soon enough. Well, my dream in life has to buy buy a plot of land in Peru in the mountains, hang out, you know, in a pueblo with like the villagers who don't speak English. They don't even speak Spanish, man. These people speak like Quechua or whatever and have a farm. They're not going to be spraying anything above me. They're not going to be 5G or chemtrails. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but no, there's, you know, it's my own land. It's safe. It's pretty safe if you're in a village, you know, this and that. And, you know, that's been my dream to just have my own self-sustaining village and in the mountains of Peru it. and speak Quechua. Is that so cheaper. much to ask? <laughs> <laughs> just to have a farm in Peru? Anyway, totally achievable. I know it is. All I need is like two grand, which is sad, but I could do it. I don't think my kids would be very happy because I doubt we'd get good Wi Fi. Yes, it's very, very rabbit. Let me tell you. Spotty Wi Fi. I don't need Wi Fi. I'll just go up to Machu Picchu and let hold my cell phone. Uh, Hello, do I have signal? Uh, I do want to do Machu Picchu. But did you, I thought it was like on a hill. Like you just like walk up this hill and you're like, oh, wow, Machu Picchu. It's not. My friend went and you have to get like, like a guide. hundreds and hundreds. Yes. And it's like hundreds and hundreds of steps that you have to go. You have to camp out to on your way up there. The valley because it's kind of. What the hell? You yes, have to like have camp. camp. I was and like, uh, no, I, I'm okay. You have to go by burro. Okay, that's Thank fine. You. I'll go on a burro anytime <laughs> see one time my dad we drove we drove to disneyland so my mom and my dad and the five kids so from vancouver drove to disneyland it's like a 16 hour drive in total we stayed overnight at a hotel whatever you drive down the coast the west coast it's gorgeous so then we oh. went down to san diego one day and then he goes okay we're going to tijuana so my dad taught at the university of mexico in mexico city for like a term mm-hmm. over the summer and he can speak spanish fluently he speaks italian he's one of those and he's like oh let's go to let's go to tijuana i remember it so i was like okay cool whatever so we drove and you know these white kids like ooh, and um we got there and it was like ride a horse like everybody mm-hmm. you know come ride a horse like 10 pesos or whatever it was it wasn't a horse it was a donkey and i got thrown off this donkey and oh. the only, you know what I remember about Tijuana? We went into like a taqueria or whatever to get tacos. I don't yeah. know. My, my mom was like British woman. It was like, ooh. Um, and I needed the toilet. And I, my, my mom's like, take her in there with you. Like to my older sisters, don't let her sit on the toilet. I was like, okay. So they like held me up. One had two legs and they were bitches, my sisters. Okay. I hope they listened to this. They were so mean to me. They were holding me up over this toilet and I just ended up peeing all over myself. In, in, in the nastiest part of Mexico, the most disgusting, I was like seven, the Tijuana is, I've been to Honduras, I've been to a third world country, okay, and Tijuana was scarier than the capital of Honduras to me. Oh my god. So oh my god. I don't go to Tijuana, I'm never going back. I didn't like it. I had a bad time. And I don't think at the moment it would be good to go anyway. I think people are just getting shot crossfire. I don't think Mexico is a good place to go right now. COVID no, aside. Um, yeah. 
but like I'm more scared of going to Mexico than I would be to Guatemala or something. So that 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 says a lot. But um, but yeah, sorry, I totally took over about your mercado, <laughs> your gratis or whatever it was. Oh, it wasn't that interesting. I mean, it's just so you people. I mean, I think sometimes the people from the first world. Uh, countries they don't realize how hard life is outside this magical European bubble or North American and Canadian and yeah. Australian bubble. Yeah, we're very I mean? liberal compared to them. Like you could think that you know, even the U.S. under you know such a disgusting. Trump. In, uh, I wasn't even going to say the same. Under a Republican regime, I'm not going to say government. I'm going to say regime. Um, yeah, they have a million more freedoms than someone literally across the border or further down you know they have even argentina which is considered like gorgeous you can go visit it they've got such great exports and it's amazing and it's on the coast and you know this and that and the people there as from what you've said are in chains uh, you know shackles and chains you can't do anything yeah and people get disappearing because of, of the government so who is it now is it christina again Oh yes, she's oh, my high oh, my oh my god! What the hell? She's like a, she's the cancer. She doesn't go away. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> how does her face look now? Oh, she doesn't go away. She's Has the it vice fallen president. Off? How is she the vice president? Who's the president? Her husband? No, he died, and apparently she killed him. Ooh, the yes, Count of Monte Cristo. When he died, yeah, kind of. Yes, it's a soap opera. My country is a fucking soap opera. Anyway, um, when he died, he was the president of the um, of the country. And wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Free. She was the president. Then something no, the happened. First was him. Okay, first he was. Oh, and yes. then he died, and then she became president. Oh, convenient. Is that written in the rules that like the wife of the president becomes president when he dies? Um, she was the vice president or something. Like oh that. God! Okay, okay, okay. So something corruption, like that corruption. happened. Yeah, yeah, massive. And uh, in Argentina, it's, tra it's tradition. If the president dies, they um, how do you say when they embalm? Embalm? Yeah, embalm. They embalm the body and they show the body in the Congress yeah, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. capital. And everybody goes and, pay, and pay, play their respects. Pays respects. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gross, gross. Yeah. They didn't do that. Oh. They they did this uh, with the ah, um, uh, how do you say the the thing where they put the dead? Where they burn the them? No, they the don't. Coffin, the, coffin, they the coffin. The coffin. The coffin. Yes, they did a close coffin, oh. so nobody could see it, and everybody thinks that she kills him. And because think that when she, she kills him, no. Okay, just checking. Yeah. <laughs> no. Because why? Why wouldn't they uh... show it? Yeah. Well, the, the 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 number one reason for me would be because he wasn't. He's not dead, and he's she's his puppet, and he's still working with her. Oh, he's the, dead. The, 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 you know what? The, the places these people would go for money—it's disgusting. It's sickening, and we're surrounded by yeah. it here, aren't we? Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, Argentina. Asked me. Oh, Amazon. <laughs> How did we Ooh. get here from Amazon? <laughs> Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, um, how's your job? How's your job? My job. What can I say? It's fine. Um, Challenging? It's fine. Very, very, because they've been, um, they went into 
uh, how do you call um sorry my english is not very okay good like downsizing <laughs> down uh yeah yes yeah, they enough. start downsizing yeah, yeah. the the company so they fire a lot of people consultancy yeah. consultancy okay. because it's a process it's a legal process um because of the amount of people they need to fire so Yes, and I got a letter saying that my job was safe. So I'm Good. very lucky to have a job because at the moment things are very, very complicated here in the capital. Um, yeah. I don't know. I have a friend who works in a restaurant and a vacancy for bartender opened and they receive a thousand CVs. So yeah, I'm happy to have a job. But at the same time, you can see a lot of vacancies opening every day. So yeah, yeah. it's just that the demand at the moment is higher than before. So you have more people going with more experience. But anyway, yes, job is fine. Um, oh, one thing I have to say is that I don't like uh, companies that don't appreciate you. Yeah, and we've all worked for companies. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't understand why they do that. You know what I mean? Like... Okay, you're reducing the stuff you're going to have. At least the stuff you have, just make, uh, appreciate them, them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't think that, oh, because the, the jobs um, are very tough outside, they won't start looking for something else. And what if they get a job? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to end up having a loss because that's what, what's going to happen. <laughs> you have yeah, to exactly. use your stuff. You kept the ones you needed the most and then you didn't appreciate them and hence, bye. They yeah, exactly. Um, did you get new glasses? Yes. My I have the same ones. <laughs> are they Calvin Klein? No, these are cheap ones from Boots. Oh, okay, okay. Um, mine are, I got mine in the men's section and I was in this Tesco that's in an unsavory area and this old man came up to me and goes, oh, where are the men's glasses? I said, right here. And he goes, oh, were you a man? And I was so ready to be like, yeah, I am. You know what I mean? Just to be like, whoa. But I didn't. And I was like, yeah, I know, whatever. I sometimes, I don't have time for old people anyway. Like, you know, people like treat them with respect. Well, they, they don't, I don't know them. So I don't really care. But that was just funny. But anyway, mine are exactly the same. I tortoise shell and everybody loves them. And they make me yeah, feel, yeah. So, I'm wearing, I'm wearing my like normally ones right now. But um, I think I need to get a new prescription because my eyesight is continuously failing me. Even though I had laser eye surgery. Um, but anyway. That's okay. And that happened when you have laser. I got laser eye, eye surgery, surgery in 2008. And then in two, 2018, my eyesight started regressing. And I was driving on the motorway, the M62, every day to and from work at that time. And I was squinting to see. And so I went to the optician and he said, oh, my God, you really need glasses. I said, well, make them quickly because I need to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> I was, you know, for the next three days, whatever, I had to drive. But yeah, so that's... Um, and how I mean, is work for you? I'm fine. I mean, I am so lucky and for many reasons. Number one, my work is based in a other European country, so the head office. So I was flying out there every six weeks when I got this role. So I'm a contractor. I'm not permanent. Uh, this job currently ends at the end of the year. But um, 
then coronavirus came in, but I work for a pharmaceutical company. So there was, I don't work with anything to do with the pharmaceuticals. I don't work with, you know, that side of it at all. I'm working on an entirely different project, but I'm so lucky that they, because a lot of companies are going under, obviously retail, you know this, but a pharmaceutical company is not going to go under during a pandemic. So I mean, I don't want to say like, oh, I'm so happy the pandemic happened. I'm not, I'm just saying, because my job would have been fine anyway. Um, but I'm so lucky that I work for a company that I'm not going to say that it's flourished during, I don't think that they've, and I think they might be working on the vaccine with someone else, but, um, that has managed to stay afloat, but there's like 50,000 employees across the world. So I think that it's quite well established as well. And I don't know if I told you, but, um, when Dante was young and he was on a feeding tube, his the formula that I was prescribed because I had to be prescribed it from the doctor in Canada um, was from the company I work for now. So I'm like, Oh, it's like a full circle. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never heard of them. And then when I got the um, interview, I was like, I know this place. And then, yeah, it reminded me. So that was cool. So they helped me. I'll help them. I get paid for it. Yes. Yes. And anti-vaccinations screw you. (laughs) Let's not go there. I swear to God, I could. Uh, and if you have any problems, come and meet me. Come and meet me. Yeah, come at me, I bro. I come from the mafia. <laughs> come at me, bro. Um, oh, God. I can't even go there right now. And anti maskers, I'm not going to go there right now because I don't like selfish people. I'm not, I'm not a selfish person. I love smelling so. my breath. Because you know I have a nice breath. Do you know what I love? My glasses fogging up. <laughs> and I I have to I put them up over my head and then I'm blind and I'm like what not literally but I'm like oh I can't see anything but they're foggy I don't know what to do what's happening but you know what I do like is buying cute little masks because I was at Sainsbury's the other day and they because they have a clothing line of course um they had a little three pack of masks for 10 pounds and I was like that's pretty cheap because I'm buying them online from like Etsy or whatever for like 12 pounds each but I've got like 10 and of course I have a Hello Kitty one you don't need to ask and the Dia de los Muertos one. You don't have to ask. But then I have Coco. other ones. Did you oh. watch Coco on Disney Plus? I've watched Coco 500 times. By myself. By myself. Oh, it makes me cry every oh, time he Mama, tries Mama to cross the bridge. At the end, oh. and Mama Coco, her little skeleton is so cute. It looks exactly she's like so her. <laughs> But she's got her pigtail. Oh, I don't know. What's the dad's name? Her, Hernan? No. Oh, uh, what's his name? Gabriel Garcia Bernal. Um, yeah, that's the actor. Hector. Um, Hector. Hector. He looks younger than no, his daughter. Hector the... No, Hector. Coco... Yeah, Hector's Coco's dad. No, Coco's granddad. Coco's dad. Yeah, Hector and Miguel? Mama. Mama yes. Mama Imelda. So you have Miguel, which is the young guy, Miguel, Mama yeah. Coco, Ernesto de la Cruz. Oh, Hector, remember yes. me. Yeah, we've got Hector. Oh, I hope to say goodbye, remember <laughs> Do you know me. who that is? Do you know who's singing that? Benjamin Bratt. Benjamin Bratt. I, from... no, I had no idea he was a mix. He had okay, Mexican listen. Roots, he speaks Spanish. Well, if you go on the Coco, oh, of course, he was in Blood In, Blood Out. Did you ever watch that film? La Onda? With Miklos? No, oh my god, oh, no. it's hilarious. But um, he was also in uh, Miss Congeniality, obviously, with Sandra Bullock. Yes, yes. He was so hot. Okay, so hot. Yeah. But if you go on Disney Plus, they have a live Coco concert that they put on yeah. where you can see the people that actually sang it and they sing it live on a stage 
but it's not Miguel because his voice changed. They have his little brother, the actor. Oh, oh no, poor Miguel. It's what so unfortunate good. time to get the voice changed. <laughs> Oops. Um, but no, you should, it's really Sorry, good. Mom. It's the girl singing, like How the lady. How girl is the plan? Sorry, I'm just. I love what he goes. I love what he goes. Dimple? No dimple. Dimple? No dimple. Oh, he's so cute. And then I bought Alma, of course. I bought her this book called, like, Miguel and the Magnificent, Magnificent Alebrijes. And I was like, oh my God, look what I bought you. And she was like, I don't like it because it's not a book about a fucking princess who wears fancy shoes. What is oh wrong with my kid? So I read it for well, myself. The Alebrijes. It's not yours. Well, it's not only yours. <laughs> mine has dark, mine. dark hair and she only like, calls pretty the blonde little Okay, girls. I'm <laughs> going to send you the Miguel and the Alebrijes book because I'm so upset that she's not reading it. I'm, I'm like sad. when she. I bought it for her for her birthday. I even gave it to her early and she was like, I don't like that. And I was like, how dare you? How dare you? Dare you not like your Mexican heritage, you little brat? <laughs> she doesn't have any. <laughs> Why? She's Blonde. like almost albino. I know. But maybe she has Every a spirit. Time... She has an alebrije inside her. Just well... waiting to come out. <laughs> when she's older, I want her to be like a chola who's like, eh, you know, like cholas in Los a East Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll be like, yes, perfect. My life uh, is complete. Oh, God. Anyway, we need to wind this down. Are there any podcasts you are listening to lately? Yes. So I have two to recommend. One in English and one in Spanish. Because, okay. yes, guys, we are multicultural <laughs> in this podcast, too. <laughs> so... Alebrijes, alebrijes, telenovelas. <laughs> People is going to say, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> Watch Coco, okay? That's all you yes. need to do. Yeah. And you'll understand. Yeah. So the English one, it's called um, Evil Genius with Ooh. Russell um, with Russell Kane. Okay. It's really good because basically each episode talks about somebody famous and they kind of unveil the real person behind this genius guy. Okay. So it's really, really good. Like they have Carmax, Charlie Chaplin, um, oh. Freddie Mercury, Elvis, Picasso, you know. So they talk about um, dark things and good things they've done. So at the end, they decide if he was an evil genius or a genius. Cool. Like that. So that's really cool. Write it down. And then <laughs> the next one, it's called uh, Matadme, which uh, in English it's translated as kill me <laughs> yeah it basically talks about these parents and their parent life and how they ha they hate the waldorf <laughs> way of raising kids and the montessori oh. and oh. how they are against about um not giving sugar to the kids or the cell phones you know what i mean like, helicopter parenting i think that's what they call it now i think that's like the the term for in english is like you don't let your kids out of your sight you don't give them sugar you don't let them watch tv you don't get them vaccinated know, send yeah. Them, yeah 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 completely against that and they actually kind of bring up um personal circumstances and how they deal with them and how normal they feel they are you know like yeah which I think that most of us we we feel like that uh, well in my case that's going to be another podcast but um, 
I have felt a lot of pressure from the social environment. Yeah, of course you have. Um, on how I'm meant to grow my kids. And then yeah. when I get tired of pretending who I am, I go like, screw you, fuck you, society. Yeah, totally, I'm going to do totally. whatever, whatever I can do, you know, and the best I can do. So, yeah. So, yeah, very good one. Um, it's a pity it's in Spanish, though, but... If well, that's fine. Can, we might have multicultural, multilingual visitors. Yeah, okay, cool. If any, Perfect. if anybody. <laughs> we have a friends and family, that's good enough. And I've called my sister bitches already. That's great. Um, that's going to that's oh, go over really well. more followers down. <laughs> oh, I only have two of them. And they're probably going to listen anyway, just to see what else I say about them. Oh, they were so mean to me. But anyway, um, yeah. Any others? Where are you? No, well, no, no. Okay, so I... I love true crime. And so I listened to one like religiously called Case File. And it's just like straight up a murder, what happened, what happened afterward. And it's um, narrated by a, an anonymous person with an Australian accent. It's creepy. So there was one about the East Area Rapist that happened. Oh, sorry, it was a five part episode about him. Um, and I was listening to it and I had to stop listening for a couple of months because that one scared me so badly that I had to lock the doors. And I, you know, it was really scary. <laughs> But then they caught him through DNA evidence maybe uh, last year. So then I would I could listen again because I was like, oh, there you that go. Fine. There you go. Yeah. So, so if we have him. any any rapist listening to us, what yeah, we'll find you. We're going to find you. <laughs> We're going to find you. So yes, yeah, so we've got that. Um, and then I have. So these two are totally related. So I listened to one called Throwing Shade, and it's Brian Safi and Aaron Gibson, and it's very. She's like total feminist, and he's LGBTQ plus, and they just talk about things that are going on. She hates like the government so much, and she hates Trump so much, and she just calls people horrible names, and I love it because she's she's like my spirit animal. I love her. And then, and you know, our mutual friend, Jay, the other Jay, I was telling him about this podcast and I said, do you listen to any? And he goes, you might like this one. Uh, it's called Throwing Shade. And I was like, no, no, how dare you think that I have not listened to that podcast? You know what I mean? He went to go see them live when we, when he was in the US in Portland, which is pretty cool. I'm a bit jealous. Um, but then also this other one, so the same guy, so the one guy in Throwing Shade named Brian, he's also in this other one called Ask Rana. So it's this like... It's a, the lady Rana is a comedian, but her persona is like an older Jewish lady who's really rich. Yeah. And so yeah. people send in questions like, you know, I'm gay and like, I want to tell my parents or whatever. And she'll give really good advice, but at the same time be like, oh, just buy them like a Hermes scarf and they'll be fine with it. Cause she's so rich that she just, <laughs> it's just, it's really funny and I love it. And I, I am quite cheap. Now I'm not cheap. Like when I go out and I see something and I buy it, but I would never pay for like a Patreon. I don't know if, do you know what Patreon is? Yeah. 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 The so I would never pay for Patreon. Yeah. To get extra episodes of their yeah. podcast. But I've actually, I'm actually paying six American dollars a month to listen to these two <laughs> for the Ask Rona, which is huge because I love them so much and I want an extra episode a week. I can't deal with just one. So that's the only one I've Patreon for. I almost did for this RuPaul's Drag Race one, but um, I have no. And got you pulled back on that one. <laughs> no, no, it was still only five dollars American, but who cares? I, I, I can't. How many subscriptions are you paying at the moment? I oh, that's another podcast. That's another podcast. You want me to start because it, I'll be no, no, here. No, that's, another, <laughs> that's another podcast. But really, no. Other than Disney Plus that I'm sharing with someone that I'm that might remain <laughs> nameless, I, I don't care. Um, I've only got like Netflix, Amazon, Amazon. Wait a minute. Uh, the 
<laughs> shopper. <laughs> I've got a beauty box. I've got this. I got. Okay, never mind. <laughs> this is not about me. Okay, this is about us. So I'm not gonna go into it. But you know what? I'm very cheap. I have saved. I have not saved money because it's not like a keep it but I've spent so much less through the lockdown and again it's so first world problems to say this because some people didn't have the money in the first place but um going not going out and not buying stuff has really helped me just get a hold on things and you know pay down my credit card a bit so another thing I wanted to say was um if we have anything that we you know what's happened to us what what's a good thing that we can be thankful for because um like we can bitch about coronavirus all we want but you know we're here in a apparent first world country which won't be in a couple of months but let's not go there and we are privileged and we're white and you know yeah. We, we're yeah so um so it's not all doom and gloom and for me I think uh I paid a bit down I paid my credit card a bit down by not going out and by not going out to restaurants and stuff so it's not like I just sit here and get money thrown at me but uh, I've made sacrifices that we weren't allowed to go out anyway and it really chose me how to manage my money better so I think that's a good thing mm -hmm. it might sound a bit pretentious but that's something good that I've learned for myself finally at the ripe old age of 38 so <laughs> I'm happy. Great. <laughs> I'm happy. Finally. Maybe one day I'll get well to done, own something Daniela. of my own. Well done. Thank you. Big round of applause for you. That's great. Um, no, it's great. My it's name great is Dee, fun. but I'll let that one oh, pass. Oh. <laughs> Who cares? Okay, we would more? never be able to do this. Mysterious. Um, I can't hold the mystery. The mystery. <laughs> we just won't give our surnames, okay? Yeah. Or we could. We could give our married ones because nobody knows us by those anyway. <laughs> No, like, know. who the hell is no, that? I'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't go by that uh, last name, so it's fine. Yeah, like, me neither. Me neither. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so the good thing I learned about, um, well, the good thing I took with me during lockdown was, um, so I don't know if it was a good thing at the beginning, but I gained um, weight and then suddenly I decided to go on keto. Yeah. Uh, that didn't work out for my okay. partner, no. fortunately. He ended up in the hospital, but um, that's another podcast. <laughs> Poor Elle. Poor oh, Elle. Gosh. Poor Chino. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> um, so after that, after losing a few um, kilos, because my metric system is kilos, <laughs> you um, I was encouraged to keep going, no? So I bought a bicycle and I purchased, um, it's not a subscription, but I, it's like joining a group with a group of nutritionists. And Is it called Doom? In Argentina, because oh, okay, okay. it's called Gudabi. Okay. Yeah, it's from Argentina. So, yes, you know what? I've done that because it's cheaper and yeah, because of course I it speak is. Spanish <laughs> and I can do that. <laughs> Oh, so it's a motivational group to help you lose weight and um, acquire better uh, eating habits. Good. Um, so they give you recipes, quantities and stuff like that. So it's basically, they don't tell you what to eat, what dish you need to eat, but they give you things that you want, that you can mix and quantities that you need to have of each in each one of the meals. Okay. And that has helped me to lose a total of eight kilos and 600 wow. grams. That's like 20 pounds, yeah. girl. Yeah. So I fit in my jeans again oh, and I feel healthier and yeah. So I think that was positive at a personal level, no? 
Of course. But then many things could happen during lockdown. You know, my daughter learned to use the potty. Her yeah. speech um, has improved massively. So it's been okay. I mean, I I think I've had lucky to end up uh, locked down yeah, with yeah. a good husband. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's been fine. But well, now... Now is when the challenge is coming out. No, when when we're coming out and the economy is quite uh, fragile at the moment and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah definitely. We'll see. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. Well, you know what? Let's let's end this one today. Then I think we've done well for our first one. And I think if anyone does listen, hey listeners, um, I think this is what they can expect going forward. Uh, we plan on eventually, like we plan on doing this. And, and like I said, on our blog, on our webpage, okaysorrybut.com, um, I did say we were doing this not necessarily for fame and fortune, obviously. We're doing it because this helps our sanity, this helps our mental well-being. And we think that if we can, you know, we're pretty funny people and why not, you know, share that with with people around the world who want to listen, who are bored and want you know, and just want to listen. And um, if anyone is listening, which was only going to be our friends and family, even if they do listen, um, we would ask you to send us an email via our website, but the email is okaysorrybut at gmail.com. And why don't you ask us a question? It can be anonymous. And if you want, you know, some feedback or, or some advice, why don't you send us a question and we may read it on air and answer it for you um, or maybe so let- made a podcast <laughs> <laughs> no we're not gonna do a whole one on them sorry um that's a, no no i'm kidding but okay so you can find us on okaysorrybutt.com on twitter at at oh sorry but and whoever has at okay sorry but screw you um you can find us on instagram okay sorry but and face- facebook our first name is okay our surname is <laughs> Sorry, but <laughs> and it's with only one T for the <laughs> not Beavis and Butthead style. <laughs> but um, so yeah, it was great talking to you, and thank oh, you. And hopefully by next time we will have a little jingle to bring us in and to bring us out. And um, yeah, we'll edit this. We'll put it up on the website shortly. I'll talk with Jay offline and see when we want to release. Um, oh, D. It doesn't matter. Okay, you, I'll put it I'll up for follow tomorrow. You. I'll put it up for tomorrow. We'll, we'll we'll make some Twitter, you know, tweets and Instagram posts, and maybe I'll take a picture. You know what? Let's let's do it right now. Let's do a little cute print screen of what we're doing. No, I'm I'm just look ridiculous. So let me just. Okay, you're doing one <laughs> F U. One of those means F U, and one of them those mean peace. So yeah, if you want to do just smiling Japanese tourist, you have like <laughs> I love them. Um, okay. Okay, I got a print screen. I think I did. Let's try again. <laughs> Hold on, save to OneDrive. Yes, yeah, sorry, I got a new laptop. <laughs> And, oh, and uh, yeah, so that was saved. So we'll put that up on our Instagram. I'm so excited. Woo-hoo. All right, everybody, have a lovely so, night. Yes, and see you soon, guys. And let us know anything you want to know about ourselves. Yeah. Too. Ask us what questions, give us about? feedback. We're so excited. This is just, this is something that we just do. We just talk and people might as well listen. And thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. See you later.